You are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. Always record. Always be recording. <laughs> no, but then you'd have to chop off all of us chatting at the beginning all the time. But that's really not hard to do. I mean, just <laughs> find where it starts, chop. But anyways, yes, we are here. Hello, and welcome to the Colson Lives podcast. Uh, season 2 uh, epic finale threefer, threesome. I like threesome. <laughs> Epic finale threesome? No, no, no. Epic, epic premiere, uh, premiere threesome. Premiere. Yes. Obviously, it's been a while, uh, as you could tell by not having an episode yet, and we're three episodes in, and also by our lack of being good at this again. Yeah, we're a little out of practice. Life intervenes. Yeah. Uh, just, a, just a brief summary so that you guys know why we're a little behind um as of two weeks ago uh i i only had one job working part-time at home depot as of in about four days i will be not working at home depot anymore and working a full-time audio editing job and working part-time on occasion loading in and out shows at our 10,000 seat arena that's you know a short walk from where I live uh also last time you talked to us I was three time zones on the other side of the country uh because we moved this summer and similarly Rudy and Claire also moved so he went from West Coast to East Coast, and we went from, from East Coast to West Coast. Well, Midwest to West Coast. East Coast so time we zone. have we have exactly flipped time zones. So we are now the same amount of time apart. We're just on the opposite sides from where we were. Also, we had a hell of a time getting Frontier to get us internet that works. Uh, so we had a couple weeks where we were literally back to the early '90s. It was miserable. Um, without the satisfaction of being able to kick whatever it was that was breaking. Yeah. And then I just started a new job at a theater in downtown Portland, Oregon. And well, not just. You've been there for a couple of months now. Well, when, when we were missing our episodes, it's because I was neck deep in a show uh, that yes. was taking literally all of my time. I think I worked something like 14 days solid, 10 of which were 14-hour days back-to-back. So that's why I wasn't podcasting two weeks ago. <laughs> I, on the other hand, setting up the apartment. Yeah, and which is a job anybody. in itself. 
if anybody in the Portland area has work for someone who sews at all, call me. She would <laughs> be so grateful. I would be so grateful. I'm going crazy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, obviously we've had a busy summer. Um, Agents of Shield came back, and uh, we we've been watching it. Just haven't had time to sit down and chat. So we hadn't had time to sit down and watch it. We just finished our <laughs> first three episodes in a power marathon, and yesterday and today, nice. yesterday and the day before, yes. rather. That was the really frustrating part. Was we had great upload. We had like point oh two download, which meant um surprise, streaming video doesn't work. Really. I nope. never would have no. guessed. Not even at like really shitty granular. It just stops. Just does not go. It's like and I you're don't not think... at a university anymore, so you can't just download off their internet and then bring it oh. home. It's, yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> I can do it from work. If I speed it. Real world is stupid. Sometimes yes, but we watched it, so we're here. Yeah. So, uh, let's just dive into season two. These assets are now under the protection of the Strategic Scientific Reserve. They'll be relocated and hidden out of sight indefinitely, as will you. Cut off one head. Two more shall grow on this place. Then I guess we'll keep cutting them off. Get him out of here. All right, boys. Let's pack it up. Two, season two, episode one, titled Shadows, directed by Vincent Misiano and written by Jed Whedon and Marissa Tancherone. Original air date on September 23rd, 2014. Um, this episode, we get introduced to Carl Creel, uh, who is sent after an item that was stolen from Hydra during World War II, the original 084. What? And Fitz tries to cope with his mental issues due to Simmons leaving. Yet he and still also sees her. From being decompressed. Yeah. No, from from. Oh, it's a, oxygen a, a deprivation. Hypoxia. Yeah. Hypoxia. So that is yep. the first episode. Uh yeah it kind of opened up with what i wanted shield to begin with from the beginning like this is this is the show that i wanted agent colson leading a team doing procedural type stuff in the marvel universe yeah i know like i'm i'm happy that the way that they're introducing the supers is the way that they're introducing the supers like they're not it's just it's hard to sit on the ground um <laughs> The I lost my train of thought. They're not the supers. They're not. They're not introducing like super well-known supers or ones who are ridiculously powerful or anything. We met a guy who could change his uh, material makeup by absorbing something that he touched. Which made me think Colossus. Uh, and made me kind of think. Um, 
see. I remember there was a guy who could do that. I can't remember who he was though. Um, he's he's called the Absorbing Man in this really? iteration. Oh. Uh, really? That's yeah. a horrible name. What a poor poor superhero. Someone could have thought of something better than that. It it was probably the sixties. Okay, that's kind of a sixties oh, kind age. of name. Back when they were writing it and they thought, oh, this isn't gonna last, so we're just gonna throw out whatever the hell we think of. <laughs> and then we're gonna be stuck with it. Let's see, what should we call him? Is he uh he absorbs things and he is a man. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and go with Absorbing Man. Alright, that's good one. First everyone. appearance uh was Journey into Mystery number one fourteen in March nineteen sixty five. Yeah. Created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. So, he was in a Thor title in, in the mid-60s. Okay. Not very surprising. No. <laughs> Not very surprising at all. Anyways, yeah, he's kind of a mainstay in the first couple episodes. I mean, the first couple episodes are kind of a two-parter anyway. Yeah, I yeah, think it was a really it's... solid way to start the season with a two-part episode with a cliffhanger. yeah. Well, and it's a similar to the way that they started the first season, having what meant was meant to be a pilot, you know, a two-parter. Yeah. But it works better here. Yeah. And I thought it was really great the way they were introducing new characters through it that we sort of fought for right away. Yeah, like uh, Hartley and Hunter, the two mercs that are on their team. I did have a moment when they came on, of going, I recognize her. Where do I rec... It's Lucy Lawless. Xena is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. What? Mind-blowing. Did you not recognize her? I did, but, it, you know, I never it watched... Some of the way that, that she was delivering much. her lines and, and her jawline, I was like, it's Xena. Xena is standing there. She is, she is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. It was awesome. I kind of wish she was a Asgardian. Ah, she would have made a perfect Asgardian. Uh, yeah, so that... Um, it starts off with a flashback to uh, Peggy Carter, which is going to be the miniseries at the uh, series break in the middle of the year. I'm looking oh, right forward on. to it. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing that we're going to podcast about that too because it's taking place of this show. Yeah, might as well. Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, so they're going to be fairly well tied in and interesting. It'll be interesting for sure. So anyways, uh, Isabel Hartley and her team of uh, mercenaries, which includes Lance Hunter, are helping Coulson and company out in mm-hmm. hunting down the 084 and also fighting Carl Creel, the absorbing man, air quotes. <laughs> the absorbing man. So boring. Yeah. The name. For such an interesting and dynamic character as they made him, absorbing man seems, absorbing man seems yeah. underwhelming. Sorry, that'll be the last I harp on it. Probably. That's uh, totally fine. Uh, <laughs> I I think his visuals were pretty cool. The effects oh, yeah. of him were pretty pretty spot on. Uh, 
So that was good to see. Um, what else was shocking in this one? Oh, yeah. Um, turns out they still have Ward uh, hanging out on the bus yeah. in his crazy oh, cell. I don't think he's, he's on what? the bus. They're not on the bus. They're in, like, a bunker. He's in the oh, yeah, play- the, the playground. Yeah, the playground. That's a pretty high-tech cell. That's yeah, for sure. Is. Yeah. Uh, uh, so far they haven't focused too much on that and I hope it stays that way I hope it doesn't become like too much Hannibal Lecter that's what I was just about to say yeah cause it's just so I don't trust the flip the oh I'm so I, I, I beat myself up and blah 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 and okay he tried to kill himself which is not so cool but and because of that he's like and I have to talk to, and I'm only going to talk to Sky because I feel that I must traumatize her further no I think it's literally because he I, I honestly think that his character arc right now is trying to get Sky to the dad whether or not that's for benevolent or malevolent reasons well but judging it's the from... I need to make Sky trust me so that I can tell her this thing that's yeah. probably true but it's probably going to end up being bad for her. Yeah. That's fair. I'm, the the sore, the new leaf that he's pretending to turn over still seems like a pretense Not to me. Way. We'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. But I hope he's not a, I'm going to save the day with Hydra Intel every episode. I think that Ward is actually a robot. Ooh. No. LMD. LMD. No, his facial <laughs> hair is too horrible to be a robot. Yeah, it's true. The, the, the face joint. <laughs> I do think that they've got... I do think that Agent uh, Oswald, Patton Oswald, whatever his real name is, is a... LMD. Is a LMD or a clone. Yeah, I'd, I'd see that because, you know, Billy and Eric and... And not being really sad, and how many brothers do you have? And yeah, uh, I don't really care because he's one person I could watch do pretty much anything. Yeah, except he's hardly been in it at all. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. He was in a couple of the uh, um, tech briefing scenes. Which yeah, is but that's it. We'll probably be seeing some more of him. Yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. We have any new tech? This? Oh well, wait, no. What are we? We're talking. We're, are well, we talking through all the episodes, or are we talking no, through each yeah. of them? Uh, yeah. Let's just quickly run through each episode per episode, and then. Yeah. Well, I have a, a costuming thing for Talbot, Ooh, General boy. Talbot. At least now it seems that it's actually growing from his face instead of stuck to his yes. face. Yeah. The mustache is still evil, but. Now it looks like it's an actual mustache instead of something from bargain basement mustaches are us. Yes. Uh, I was talking with my future father-in-law and he said that that mustache is spot on as a military mustache. It is definitely a military mustache. Mm. Which, yeah, I could see that, but at least now it actually looks like it could be his mustache and not... Yeah. A mustache that could be on that man's face. Yeah. Not like some cat hair that just got 
glued together. And... I tell I, I you, can't fall asleep it when looked, near a bottle of it super looked glue. so much like a cheap for the stage stick on. It, it, I'd, I'd go further. I'd say it looks like something you could pick up in stores now for Halloween. Yes, 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 yes. You for like two dollars. Party city. So, yeah, uh, it it does look a lot better, and it actually his now. I actually kind of like at, at the end of his whole arc. I, I actually sort of started to like the Tuppet character. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice dynamic relationship for them to play with. Yeah. Um, any more character stuff? Uh, we'll get uh, to Fitz Simmons later, because it's yeah. more of a tease in this episode than anything. Yep. They they do the reveal right at the end of this episode. No. Yeah, they do. Yes, yes, it's right at the end. It's the it's the last bit with the shield people, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. right after that we go to Hydra. It's well, it's right after they steal the jet. Hmm. And then. Coulson is explaining why it was important for them to steal the jet, and they had to win one for Fitz. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to be able to do it. it There's the one other reveal with Dr. Whitehall, which is our Hydra big bad right now, who is also the guy from the flashback of 1945, and he does not look old enough to be that guy. But it is obviously him. Yes. They've also hinted at the fact that he lives for a long time because he's like, I bought a bottle of this back in blah, 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 blah. It aged 50 years and it tastes great now. It's like, okay. <laughs> we get it. We get it. You're not as old as you should be. Yeah. Also, you lost your accent in over 50 years, so it's not like you were just frozen. Yeah. Yeah. He's been in the world this whole time. Although presumably part of that time he spent in uh, SSR prison, but obviously that did not last long enough. Well, the SSR turned into um, Shield, which is also Hydra. Yes. Was. Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, only other character thing. Uh, I guess this is more of a time thing because. Uh, Sky can now take out two fully armored soldiers with two shots. Mm-hmm. They don't really give us a good idea of how much time has gone by. We get a sense that there is has been quite a bit of it. Coulson's been traveling a lot. Um, they've broken the bus, which was still working last time we saw them. Uh, so we don't know how that happened. They've been gathering people in, and it's been enough to go on a, at least a few missions with these people. But we don't know if it's been a year, if it's been more than that, if it's been maybe five or six months. We also know that it's long enough that, well, this is for a later thing, but, but we also know that it's about every seven weeks or nine weeks or was it 17 days or something like that that uh, Coulson has an episode and Mm -hmm. uh, he's had a few of them yeah yeah I'll need to go back to the tapes on that one and yeah I don't remember exactly what I think it's in the weeks but I could be wrong I want to 17 days sounds not right but close to right it i seem to remember thinking it was like two weeks or 
two and a half weeks or three. Yeah, I don't know. I'll go back to the tapes for that and hopefully have an answer next week. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, tech for this episode. The big one is, well, it's not even really big, but the thing that I saw for tech was the active fingerprint analysis when they bring in the general. Yeah. And they have him <laughs> clench down on the uh, arms of the chair he's in and get his fingerprints that way. And the active yeah. voice modulator that was causing um, Colton to have Talbot's voice Talbot's over the phone. Voice. Next time you see me, officer, you shake, shake my, my hand. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely... Was super awkward. Okay. Yeah, and then Fitz rattles off something, uh, some techno babble about the uh, prison. Mm-hmm. Or somebody does. I don't know, remember if it was Fitz. But it's the inertial laser something is what I have written in my notes. That might actually be what they said, literally. Inertial yeah, laser. I think it was uh, inertial laser grid. No, I think it was something. actually uh, Coulson talking to Sky. That sort of would make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, Fitz is kind of hard to watch right now. I Props it's to, I mean, so the amazing. acting on that is yes. amazing. But it's painful that guy, to watch. That guy, in my opinion, is the best actor on the show, and we'll talk about it in a bit. Truth. All right. Uh, any quotes? Uh, I forgot to think about quotes. I'm out of I practice. actually didn't have any quotes in this episode. It wasn't anything that really jumped out at me. I had a couple. Uh, nothing huge, but fun. Uh Cut off one head and two more will grow. And Colston replies with, "Then we will just keep cutting them off." I think that was. I think that was. No, it's Peggy. not Colston. It's Peggy. It's in the flashback. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's right. It totally. Which is, is thing way better person to be saying that. Uh, cool. I like that. Uh, and then Talbot hasn't crushed Hydra. Just sent them slithering. Ah, I like that. Yeah, there I really are liked... a lot of Hydra cells that pop up on that map. Yeah. I liked the uh, the quote where they had Talbot in the um, in the bus's interrogation room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you know, uh, so what's, what's his first name? I can't even remember. Oh, the general? Yeah. I don't remember either. Glenn. It's Glenn. Yeah. And he comes and he goes, How's it going, Glenn? Can I call you Glenn? No. Come on, man. I want us to be buddies. We'll never be buddies. You you just kidnapped me and shot me. Oh, no. I mean, you. I, I just took down such and such, and you did that. Such a, that sounds like and a buddy cop movie to me. You, had, you got a promotion. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That sounds like best buds to me. <laughs> yeah, the problem is that Coulson's good at this job, but he just doesn't have the presence that Fury did. Oh, he can't command mm-hmm. the room like he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are times when he gets when he gets mad, like he can command some re- some respect, some authority. But... Yeah, but it's not the same kind of aura of malice yeah. <laughs> that Fury had going on, where you're like, he can just stand there, and and you're thinking, I really don't want to piss this man off because he's Samuel L. Fucking Jackson. That's true. <laughs> 
No one commands malice like Samuel L. Jackson. That is true. Cool. Uh, only thing I have left to say about this episode is Hartley ends up dying, presumably, well, partially because she took the 084 out of the box. Which was dumb. Why would you do that? It's in this nice carrying case. Yeah, isn't it easier to carry it all stealthily in the box it's been sealed into? I think she was trying to throw it at the guy who absorbs materials. Like, I think her thing was to grab the obelisk and hit the other guy in the face with it. No, but she was opening it. it She was opening it before... Yeah. I mean, why did she open it in the first place? That's I understand why she grabs it out of the box. I understand opening it to see but, what it is. Yeah, but in the middle, why not open it when you're safe and you know no army person is going to sneak up behind you? Uh, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the whole mercenary section of that operation just kind of screamed poor planning to me. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you hire a Mercs. Yeah. Anyway, she might have survived after having her arm cut off if they hadn't had the crash. And really, oh that, God, that, that whole was so thing cool. was a waste of Lucy Lawless. I agree. Well, that moment where the guy reaches down and turns himself into asphalt and they smash into him and he just... Like reaches for ah, oh, so such it was, a good moment. It was pretty well, sweet. Ah, oh, badass is badass. Yeah, sorry. Hmm. I'm done gushing. Creel is pretty badass. He just has he a is. horrible superhero name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I said I was done. I'm done. He he should go by Osmosis Jones. <laughs> or the mimic or. All of those are names or, that are already being used by Not him. Absorbing Man. Yeah. Absorbing. He could just go by Creel. Yep. Yep. <laughs> which is what they call him most of the time, which, which is what good. they call him, because they realize that Absorbing Man is a horrible name as well. Some people call him the Space Cowboy. No, nobody calls him the Space Cowboy. Nice try. <laughs> we, we could call him the Gangster of Love. <laughs> no! What's Creel's first name? Maurice. <laughs> All right, episode two. Episode two. <laughs> I know you're the boss, and you have to compartmentalize everything, but it's not healthy. You need to loosen up. Try yoga or something. I tried it, but I'm really not flexible. But thanks. Heavy is the head. Yes. That holds the crown is the end of that phrase. But where's the, the where is the crown? Sure, whatever. It's any different. The head doesn't hold the crown. It does. No. Holds it on its head. No, that wears. Nice track. They're talking about Colson in the thing. He's he's uh And he is taking on a lot. Uh, and his head is very big and heavy. Truth. So yeah, uh, the IMDb summary of this is Hunter gets captured by Talbot and May goes after Creel and the obelisk. Yep. Yep. That's um, the first 10 minutes. What about the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it takes off 
right after the first episode. Like we said, it's a two-parter. And it's, there's it's a, good. There's a really bitchin' motorcycle truck chase, but that doesn't lead anywhere because Coulson's being very safe, stealth operative-y, don't do nothings. And I really don't think it would have worked if May had shot him anyway. Yeah. Probably not. Well, I mean, if he couldn't see it coming, the only time, the only other time we get a good shot at the face is when he sees the bullet coming and he instantly turns it into the middle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if he didn't see it coming, could he have reacted fast enough to it hitting him in the back of the head? That's that is the question. Who knows? Had she missed, it would have been over anyway. Yeah. She probably wouldn't have missed. She, she was have. shooting left-handed while driving a motorcycle against the target who was also moving. But it's Asian May. She probably wouldn't have missed. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so From this is, yeah, this episode. I don't, I don't know. I don't even remember what really happened besides. You know, it took uh, takes right off after the first episode, and then it ends up with a climax where can, Hunter take takes out a bunch that. of people. And yeah, go for they, it. They they chase Creole. Creole escapes because um, uh, everybody Colson wants him. because Colson wants to see who the who is virus, which is smart. So they track him, and uh, he goes and. Uh, they, they leave What's-His-Name behind. What's-His-Name gets abducted by Talbot. Talbot tries to buy him off with money and a burial. He shakes his uh, army guards, makes his way back to uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. base, tells them that he, he they tried to buy him out, and they're not going to. Um, he works with S.H.I.E.L.D., but then when they go on the sting to try and catch the buyer as well as Creel... The um, buyer never shows up. The Buyer doesn't show up from the first one. And Creel accidentally kills, kills a waitress. waitress. Yeah. Because he's absorbed the obelisk power, but because it's, you know, um, the very deadly obelisk, he's not really controlling it at no, all. You can't get rid of it. Uh, then they go on another sting where they work with the mercenary guy. The mercenary guy um, ice shots everybody on the team. And gets the sniper rifle, and he tries to shoot Creel, shoot Creel and it doesn't work out. And that's when Meanwhile, we find out that he can change into metal fast enough that if he sees it coming, it doesn't work. Even though that rifle was probably, you know, shooting faster than the eye could see. Meanwhile, Fitzsimmons, who I will call Fitzsimmons because at this moment he was actually Fitzsimmons. <laughs> um, it's just Fitz. And Simmons is a part of his brain uh, now. Now. Uh, is working with the new tech black guy, and it's like, I didn't solve this today. And he's like, what do you mean you didn't solve this today? He's like, I didn't solve this today. And he's like, oh, you saw this in the past? Okay. Which was really cool. I love that. And they go backwards and find this thing, and it's like, well, Creel's hose, he's going to get hit by the obelisk power in this guy's arm and die, and then... Well, I don't think they were thinking about that. They were thinking about... Because I don't think they really... 100% knew that he had absorbed the obelisk's uh -huh. power. Um, it was more that, okay, we're going to do this, and he's going to be unable to use his actual, his, his shifting power, and then we'll be able to take him yeah, down. neutralize his power, But yeah. since uh, he had the obelisk's power, instead it 
solidified him like it did the other victims. So we don't actually know if he's dead or not. He might be alive. But Coulson comes out of the woodwork and zaps the guy and, and makes him locks him up. And it's then called the overkill device. They they now have a bargaining chip to try and get Talbot on their side. It doesn't work. They have a retroreflective panel jet. They have a retroreflective panel bus. It's a, quin, it's a quinjet. He's and got the a bus. quinjet and the bus, and they've all got cloaking. And Fitz now has a friend who's able to speak, sort of speak crazy Fitz. I think. Well, it's not even crazy Fitz. It's it's Fitz just having trouble accessing the words. It's yeah. it's aphasia, and I have problems with it. Not you know a medical type of problem, but where you know the word, but you cannot find the word that you are looking for. Yep. It's super frustrating. I can only imagine how frustrating it would be if it was at the medical level that Fitz is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it like once a month where I have one word or something that I can't find. I mean, it's often enough that it's not really a problem, but I, it's really frustrating, and I understand the frustration. Oh, absolutely. I think we've all... We, I mean, you always... Everyone gets there where it's like, oh, Everyone's it's, forgotten uh, a word. Uh, uh, Petrichor. Toes. Uh, Toes is what I was oh. thinking of. What's it's that the thing stupidest little where word. you take bread and you put it in a machine and it gets warm and crispy? Toast. Uh, toast. Oh, you put it toast. in the toaster. What do you get out of it? You put it in the toaster and it becomes something. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, I think that's one of my favorite quotes, but I'll save it for when we get to quotes because I liked it a lot. And we get a look at what the obelisk does um, when it's touched, which is the same symbols oh, as the stuff that, that Coulson missed. has been graffitiing all over the place. And Reina is back. Yeah, and back. she's no longer Hydra and no longer We're Shield. With we presume Sky's dad, who uh, is yeah, it's pretty obviously Sky's dad. He's yeah, really he's even creepy. creepier than I thought he was when we got that glimpse of him in season one. Yes. And and Let's also he's... Touch this thing that kills people. Touch it. He's Touching. in IMDb yeah. as Sky's father, so... Uh, I don't think cheap. we need to dance around that anymore. No, it's Sky's dad. It's not fair, you're cheating. Um, so, yeah. That's the other thing they found, that we found out, is that Sky's dad is working with Reyna, and they have the obelisk now. And the obelisk glows, apparently, when it decides not to kill you. Yes. But not that it's working. That's not that, that it's working. It's just deciding it's not just to kill her. that it's not killing Reyna, which probably means she is some sort of alien factor, but not, like, all the alien. Yeah, I initially thought that... Uh, it meant that Reyna and Sky's father were the two who originally landed, but that probably doesn't make sense. I yeah. feel like Reyna would be a lot more knowledgeable about things. Yeah, it's Reyna. I would guess at this point that she is a half breed of some sort. That could be. I almost think that like she's Sky's half sister. Maybe. 
but obviously she's not special enough for the obelisk. Yeah. Uh, Coulson offers a job to what's his name, the British guy who we like. Hunter. And he says initially no, but eventually yes, even though he knows that everyone on that team is going to hold a grudge. Yep. Yep. And he's like, oh, is made the type to hold a grudge? And, and Colton says she, she savors it. She savors it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good line. Yep. There was new tech in this one, but I can't remember. There was new it. tech. There was a really fancy new tech. Mm. The giant Coulson computer. has that giant heads-up display. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it was so pretty. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Reminds me of Jarvis, although obviously Jarvis isn't running it. As far as we know. Mm. If he is running it, he's being very quiet about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just an interface that accepts voice commands. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it, and it seemed to come from the cube that Fury gave him at the end of last season. Yeah. Yes. So that was cool. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. all good things. Uh, and then, of course, stealth. Uh, not new, but new for now. This season, I guess. Cause, <laughs> not, cause new for, not new, but new for us. It's new, new because now. they now have it again. Yes, we finally fixed the problem of you're trying to be covert and you're flying a great honking black plane with your logo on it. Yeah, about that. Because and that's super, super stealthy. And they got one of the guns from the uh, Mark II helicarriers. Yeah. That makes he me just really stuck happy. stuck it on the bottom. It's just mounted there. Whatever. It'll be fine. <laughs> now let's go before our artillery runs out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Uh, quotes. Uh, well, we've got <laughs> Coulson's comment about yoga. You know, he's supposed to be calming down. And he, he tried it, but he's really not flexible. Yeah. I like that line. Uh, mine is when uh, Fitz and the two scientists and the uh, the new guy whose name I need to know. Hunter. No, no not that one. The other, other, other new guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mac? Maybe? Sure, let's call him Mac for now. Fitz and Mac, yeah. Um, there, Mac and Fitz and the two techs, and he's just trying to, he's like trying to figure it out, and he's getting more and more agitated, and then Mac goes, get, get out of here, you're pissing him off. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, there's three of them, and they're standing there with their little notebooks and looks on their faces like, he's never ever going to think of this, this is a waste of time. I would be pissed off too. Yeah. Even if I wasn't having problems with things, like memory. I just like that Mac would, like stuck up for him and in in the most like authentic way possible. Yeah, <laughs> he is very blunt. Yeah, it's a good thing. As much as I like the Fitzsimmons chemistry, uh, I think Mac is a really really awesome. I, I don't think replacement's the right word, but substitution. Addition. Substitution. Addition. Either of those works. Uh, substitution? No, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work. Additution? 
There we go. I like attitude. <laughs> he does have attitude ish. All right. Okay. Good. Good. Good yeah, two part it, opening. Yeah, it's a totally a two parter. And it the second one makes very little sense by itself. Yes. It doesn't have a ton going on that isn't finishing up what's happened in the first one. Oh, we also Which find out okay. that Creole is brainwashed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was creepy. That was creepy, creepy. That's more of the third episode. No, but it happens it once happens, in this yeah. one when the handoff is supposed to happen between Creel and his Hydra handler. And and he's freaking out because he's yeah. being And the guy calms him right down, which would be way less creepy if Creel didn't respond to, I'm ready to comply. I'm happy to happy, comply. Yeah, I'm happy to comply. <laughs> and then calm down. That was uh, creepy. Odd, yes. Very, very disturbing. Which only gets more disturbing with our next episode. Yeah, yeah. episode three. Hydra's protocol on Gifteds is pretty straightforward. An acquisition team is sent out to convince or capture the Gifted. If those two options aren't possible, then I'll take them out. Even if the gifted doesn't pose a threat. A gifted that refuses Hydra is a threat. And threats are taken care of quickly. That's the difference between S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra. And that's why Hydra will win. Because while a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent is considering right and wrong, Hydra's already taken the shot. Making friends and influencing people. Because they're, you know, brainwashing. Yeah. Brainwashing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Including Gemma. Oh, yeah, so. Not, not necessarily. But w we do have the very, I'm sad for oh Agent 33. Because she yeah. was holding out so hard. But, of course, everybody breaks eventually. We also have the moment, the very first thing we see is Gemma, and she looks happy, and she's, like, working out and getting a bagel and talking Rainbow. to the cute front front desk guy. And then yeah. she goes up, and then she's at her science thing, and we're like, oh, good, at least she's doing science somewhere. And then this random guy walks by, and you're like, well, her supervisor's kind of, it's, oh, it's Hydra, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and since we already know that they're snaking people, yeah. The question at that point is, okay, is she undercover? Or is, or she, is she brainwashed? brainwashed? Fortunately, we find out, yay, she's undercover. She and then I had this thought of, but she's the worst liar ever. on that entire... She's the worst liar ever. This but is Coulson trusts her. If Coulson trusts her, then I can trust yeah. her. Well, and the other thing is that uh, Agent May was right, look... She that was before everything got shitty, and if and Coulson says, focus on what is true and the things that you're saying, and ignore the things that you're trying to fabricate, and you'll be fine. And that's what she does in that meeting with the guy. He's like, you look nervous, and she's like, I work for Hydra. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I got 
brought up here by two armed guards, and I know who I work for. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but hey, I like science, and if you give me science, this is, this is where I want to be. If so. you're letting me do science, I will do science for you. Yeah. With science. Which is good, because I thought there were a couple of times there where she was totally going to be caught. Yeah. Of course, you know, now it, there's even more pressure for her, but she can probably handle it. Probably. Also, the fact that she, like, used uh, a potential fake assassination attempt to secure her uh, cover was really quick thinking. Mm-hmm. Very end. Well, Sky did signal her. Yeah. 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 This was a this was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the end uh, standoff. Yeah, Mexican standoff kind of thing was great. Uh, yeah. I just I don't know. All around good. It brought back the uh, Iceman dude. Donnie Gill. Yeah, that one. Bobby Drake, but is it? Who yeah. might still be alive, but is probably dead. He's probably dead. We didn't see a body. Well, he did ice up as he went down, which made me think that he might be still alive, but it was very outside chance. He was also shot right in the chest. That's why I said outside chance. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the other thing we got was um, uh, oh, the other thing we got was when Fitz who was paranoid about being left behind for the big thing decided he was going to go down into the warehouse and figure out what they were keeping down there and then found out it was Ward and freaked and out Yeah, what is probably the best moment of acting this show has had yep. like, easily I think, I think and this is what I was talking about earlier the top three acting moments in this show have all been Fitz in my book like all of them. I think that is true. Um, and it's usually him having like like things like today where he comes down and he sees that the person who tried to dump him in the ocean and caused who his, dumped him in the ocean and, and caused, caused his problem. brain to be broken is now in the same building as him. And he doesn't have to say anything. He just processes it and you can see it all on his face. And it's so brilliant. And ah. the whole time, Ward's trying to talk him down, like, hey, yeah. hey, look, this happened, and I'm sorry, and I saved you. I didn't kill you. I did not put a bullet in your chest, like But it Garrett was the most, most beautiful response. Mm. It's like, yeah, you may not have shot me, but how about you experience what I've... <laughs> not only that, but and it's like... That you, change... may have, you may not have killed me, but you broke me. Yeah, and that, like... His mind is his one thing, and he kind of, Ward kind of fucked with it. He's like, and seeing that change of, oh my gosh, he's still alive, to, hey, I'm in the position of power. I can get payback and get what I need. And then one of my favorite quotes is also his later on the show, but we'll get there when we get there. Ah. Uh. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, we talked. There is one other good moment where uh, Agent May shoots Hunter 
Oh, when yes. he's looking like he's going to shoot Simmons. Well, right, because he doesn't actually know who Simmons is. Yeah. Right. And at that point, all she is is unnamed Hydra person. Mm-hmm. And they stand to eliminate Hydra threats, and so there she is in a Hydra jacket. Why wouldn't he shoot at her? Yep. So that turns out well, and we get to see more of the creepy, creepy brainwashing. As oh. I said, the very sad fate of Agent 33. Yeah, brainwashing using the Faustus method, which I thought was interesting. Whatever that means. Talking while you're being subjected to hallucinatory things, and presumably no sleep and no food and no water. Yeah. No blinking your eyes. Yeah. It's brutal. But Johnny broke his conditioning somehow. At least for a bit. At least for a bit. They do put him back under. Yeah, he's he's all like sciency and shit. Technical term. He, he froze a lot of people, and they did the push someone over and turn them into frozen meat a couple of times, and every time it's like, it's well, still, ugh. Ugh. I was like, ugh, and Claire's like, what? It's just, I mean, you knew it was gonna happen. I was like, right, but what happens when it thaws? Yeah. Then it's dinner time. <laughs> you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. That's how you get fleets of feral cats. Quentin. <laughs> no eating me when I die. Only if you die from frozen meat shards. Frozen. frozen. That's my next band name. The frozen, frozen meat, meat shards. shards. So metal. Yeah. I think it's quite. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, uh, tech really only thing I had was the hypnotizing. Hypnotizing. Yeah, which is pretty low tech for this show. They had a bulletproof vest, which was actually a bulletproof vest. That's true. <laughs> it was weird. It was just. It didn't do anything else. It was a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Um, that was kind of it. It was mostly it was character this episode. Yeah, and it was a great character moment. Yeah. All around, uh, I thought Simmons was kind of awkward undercover. I mean, Simmons is always awkward. It was just awkward seeing her in the position that she's, yeah, not, she's not used not a, to. She's not a spy, but they need a scientist in order. Her to be a scientist spy, so she's, yeah. she's the only one who can do it. Really. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, she's moving up into the upper echelons where they needed her to go, but that means it's hundred times more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because now she's been under the eye of the main guys, at least for that cell. Yeah, I have two notes in my plot section, and one says Simmons undercover is awkward, and then oh no, they're going to brainwash Simmons. Well, I think that's what they're yeah. threatening, yeah. Yeah. So, maybe that'll happen, maybe not, who knows, but probably it'll happen, or at least start to happen. Yeah. Uh, maybe she'll figure out how to block yeah. it and then pretend it happened. Who knows, who knows, we shall it's see. probably okay unless she breaks her cover in some way. Yeah. And then because she's at this start point, to, to it's not cost-effective because it takes a long time. 
and it doesn't work on everybody. Yeah. Well, definitely not as easily on some people. So we'll see how that goes. Right. We don't know how effective it really is because our only, well, it doesn't work on everyone is from Ward, who is the definition of an, of an unreliable witness. Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe he knows from experience that it doesn't work on everybody. I doubt it. I don't think that I don't think that they, he knows about the brainwashing if it works on him or not because he drank the Kool Aid. He was yeah, so he on was board with. Yeah, he was a victim with... of classical conditioning. Mm-hmm. But Where... I also I'm... believe that his allegiance was with Garrett and not with Hydra. Yeah. I agree. That's well, the, the way... one thing that I definitely believe out of his mouth. Yeah, the way Garrett conditioned him the way he brainwashed him was definitely a personal allegiance there's a little more hitler youth than uh reprogramming yeah well it was that whole okay so the life is untenable you make yourself be the only sane thing in this person's life mm -hmm. that's what garrett did to ward Cool. Um... Quotes. And then we'll get into more speculation. If there's I had more. them and now I don't remember what they were. Ha, something about Fitz. Something about Fitz. Uh... Oh, it's where uh, Fitz and Colson are talking near the end of the episode and Colson goes, I watched the tape, you almost killed him. And then Fitz says, but I didn't. I'm not a killer. That made me happy. Yeah, I like that it, one. I don't think it's funny, but I think that it was a good line. It was it was just so him. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have killed him because I I don't I don't kill people. Yeah, even even though you know you're not sure that he's sane enough to not kill because of principle, he is very sure that he's fully in control. It's good to see. Yeah. And you do get the sense that he's been improving. So we might get some more of the old fits back. It's it's that whole the brain can Man. route itself around damaged areas. Mm -hmm. So he probably won't be a hundred percent what he was before ever. But he'll get more of it back. But ninety percent of fits is still more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing when Simmons comes back because there's going to have to be at least some sort of confrontation between those two before the yes. end. Especially yeah. since Coulson hasn't told Fitz what's actually happening with her. Which right. I think is smart. I mean, he... It's Except good that, that he's super smart and now knows that she's not there. Yes. Well, and it's good that Colson finally said she's on assignment. Yeah. But it's, I think, also a good thing that he hasn't told Fitz exactly what Simmons is doing. She's on assignment doing. undercover at Hydra. What? What? No. It's a terrible. She's yeah, terrible cause... at, um, uh, what's that? Lying. Yes, that. That's the one. Yeah, if he knew that, then he would just be worried about her all the time and be much less effective, so... That's actually that. something that 
makes me think that there's more of Fitz in his head than he's able to express at this point, which yeah. which makes me think that he's definitely going to get more of it back, is the whole thing between him and Hallucination Simmons. Yeah. She's supplying all the words that he can't seem to say. Mm-hmm. Which means he's still got them. He just can't get to them right now. Yeah. I can't wait to see the scene where it's Fitz and Head Simmons and Real Simmons. If that <laughs> happens, he did tell Hallucination Simmons that she wasn't there and she went away. That's true. I don't think she's gone forever. That's probably true as well. She's a good foil, even though it made people think he was crazier because it looked like he was talking to himself. Because he was talking I'm to himself. looking over shoulders and... Yeah, good things. What else? I know there were other good quotes in this one. I liked the setup and payoff between May and Hunter, where at the beginning yeah. he oh. apologizes yeah. and she's like, don't be sorry, just wait. And then... Ends up shooting him. And then and at then, the end... We're even, and she goes, We, we are. are. <laughs> and then Trip just grins. Because, oh, that's another really good quote. Where Trip is on the radio, and he goes, and uh, they're, they're asking what happened, and Hunter's like, uh, Agent May shot me. And Trip goes, ah, I want to be the one to shoot him. And then this one... I think it's Ward talking with Fitz where he's, or maybe it's Ward talking with, I don't know. I want to say it's Ward who says the difference between S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA is that while S.H.I.E.L.D. is considering right and wrong, HYDRA has already taken the shot. It's, it's Ward to Sky. Okay. It's earlier then. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's a good point. Um, and that's the dilemma that the good guys in this kind of um, battle always have, that you have to plan so far ahead of the enemy because otherwise the enemy is just going to go in there and slaughter everybody because they don't care. Mm-hmm. It's one of the arguments that's brought up against Superman a lot. Yeah. And and to a lesser extent, Batman. It's You know, Superman's the big blue Boy Scout. He's always saving people. That's what he does, like. So, if anyone's in danger... There he is. Yeah. Perfect bait. Uh, the other interesting thing about that is later on when Coulson is calling the mission where they're going down into the boat, and they're like, what if he is not amicable? Then, they, then he says, go ahead and take him out. So it's like, he's gotten to the point where you're either with us or you're a threat. A little bit. Well, it's the same thing with that Hydra's doing with the gifted. Yeah. Where if they're not with you, then they are either directly against you or they're potentially somebody else's ordinance. Yeah. Yep. This is also the episode where we watch Coulson have an episode where he goes through his whole scratching into the plaster. And May takes pictures of the whole thing. So obviously this has happened enough that they've got a protocol in place for it. And they're documenting everything, but they're not leaving his graffiti to cover all the walls of the playground. Sadly. Which is probably a good plan. Yeah. 
I want them to start putting all the circuits together. Well, here's my question. Is it the same every time? Yeah, that'll be the question. If it's, or if it's different, it it's a puzzle. Together. If it's the same, it's a, it's a code. And it obviously has something to do with the obelisks, since it's the same markings, or they come from the same culture. Planet. Uh, in my head, it's uh, we'll we'll call the big blue guy a Cree for argument's sake until proven otherwise. Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't we? But haven't we seen the Cree? He's so got to be the Cree. He looks like the same breed as the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. He looks like Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So. Cree. And they said he was Cree. Okay. So I will dispense 1,000 years of Cree justice. Yeah. Um, anyways, in my head, it's some sort of Cree language. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a map or if it's you know, a mm -hmm. document well, or something. We don't actually see any Cree writing yeah. in the galaxy it's a stargate so i yeah in in my head sky's dad is one of the kree that came down and you know lost their child and rampaged and everything like the backstory from last season yeah and so the obelisk is something to do with part of the ship uh yeah so when colson and garrett got injected with the serum it infected their brain somehow. They were able to see something to do with the Cree history. I don't know if it's just, you know, opening it, them up to a whole new level of understanding or what, but it has well, definitely something to do with Cree and the Cree past. Well, it also could be something with how they control their technology. Because mm -hmm. if you think back to Guardians of the Galaxy and you think in uh Ronan's uh ship there's like two or four they look like pilots they're just kind of lying there and they've got these balls of energy that they're manipulating yeah it doesn't look like they're using their hands yeah point solid point agreed so. Cool. Interesting. It'll be fun to see where that goes. I'm a lot more excited for this season, especially after watching the first two episodes and the third episode. Yeah, I'll see yeah. when we're, we're, we're bombshells. Yeah, we're jumping right in. We're not... Well, we already had our extra slow build with season one. Yeah. I mean, so we're just going. That's sort this, of how I felt awesome. when we were halfway through the season last year. I was like, look, this is a show... That requires us to be emotionally committed to these people. And so they need to spend the time to get us emotionally committed so that when they start working with those relationships, we'll have a payoff. Mm -hmm. So if we had if we hadn't spent the first, you know, eighty percent of season one loving Ward, so that we His could spend the last twenty percent hating Ward, so we <laughs> yeah. could spend the first episode of this going, Fuck, he's in the playground fuck. Why is he still alive? Him being there and him and his relationship with with uh, Fitz is so much richer because of the first season. Yep. 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 
but it's also nice that we've jumped ahead some timeline wise so we don't have to deal with all of the okay now we've got the playground or we're going out and picking up shield people and yeah you know we've skipped the setup part of we this We can year. <laughs> tell that the show has been, the last the season finale to now has been long enough for Ward to grow a full beard. Mhm. Yeah. I'm thinking it's uh between one and four months. I don't know, though. Closer to four. Well, I think, yeah, it'd have to be closer to four, and Sky would have to be training all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which she, she is, but do. just for level of skill. I don't know. It might have to be more than that, though, because Simmons is pretty well embedded. Yeah. I mean, That's she's low level, but... Closer to six months minimum is what I would say. It just it seems like the growth of Shield hasn't been enough for six months with Colson at the head. Except he has been flying commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's not really important. It's just something that would be a little more enjoyable if it was a little more clear. Yeah, it would be nice to know. We may find out later. We shall see. We shall see. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I'm good for these episodes. Me too. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this. It's nice to get back into it. I missed it over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely nice getting back into it, knowing that this season is promising to be better than last season promised. Yep. Especially at this point. Yeah. I have been telling people who didn't watch season one that they had to get through a good chunk of it before they decided they didn't like the show. Yeah. That's the first, it's literally the first half. You can make it to the mid, the mid season break, the cliffhanger there on the bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I th I think you could probably watch the big twist episode on and be okay as far as continuity wise. Yeah, the characters wouldn't mean as much to you, but you could get through the story. Yeah, to get to the better season. <laughs> you mean the Captain America two episode of last season? Yes. Okay. Um. I think that one was end of the beginning or turn, turn, turn. I don't know. Episode 16 or 17. I can't find my notes. 17. Notebook. I'll, I'll go with 17. My so. notebook that I took notes in last season is, I put it somewhere very safe when we moved. I can't find it. She hit it really well. I know I didn't leave it behind, but... There are three of my boxes in the office that I haven't unpacked yet. It's probably in there. Somewhere. Anyways, uh, we'll be back next week 
with the episode titled Face My Enemy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, I hope it's about Ko the Face Stealer. Because that would be sweet. Ko the Face Stealer? Yeah, we just watched through all of Avatar The Last Airbender. Because Legend oh. of Korra started up again. That show is so good. I gotta watch Korra. Yes, yes you do. So, thanks for listening, as always. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback, you can shoot us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Facebooks. Uh, search Colson Lives Podcast. Uh, check out our other shows at almproductions.net. And if you want to... Find us on the Twitters. I am at Amazing Base. I am at our Shubakar. Shubakar. Okay. And I may be rebooting my Twitter because it's been infected and I can't get it to stop friending random people. Kill it. Uh, yeah. Until next time, I am Daniel James. I'm Rudy Shubak. And I'm Claire Hungate Huck. And we have made a podcast. That's a pot. <laughs>